Coming to you live from the most powerful city in the world. Welcome to the Sideline Junkies. Sponsored by Anchor FM. Take it away, fellas. Good Tuesday evening from the Sideline Junkies. It's KG sitting in the big responsible chair. Right next to me, co-pilot in the mothership. We got my man Delonte. What's happening, brother? What's good, brother? Same old, same old, man. I mean, we got a pretty full plate tonight. Yes, sir. I mean, we got a lot to talk about. And I, I, I say we just go ahead and wrap up this NBA. I mean, the, excuse me, the NFL Super Bowl was Sunday. Uh, Patriots win their sixth title. No, no, no shock or no surprise there. But ask, I got three NFL questions for you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, hopefully Junie join us in a little bit. All right. All right. Let me, let's start it off real quick with these NFL quick hits. First question. Is Bill Belichick the greatest coach ever? Uh, I would have to say yes. Uh, I'm, I'm, by, any, by no means am I a fan of that uh, team, but I would definitely have to give him a nod as best coach ever. I mean, it, it, he's in some very elite company. <laughs> with, I think he's uh, in a class of his own, this dude. Uh, yeah. Like, the Chiefs, you know, top-rated offense, you know, he beat them. The Rams, another offensive juggernaut, he beat them. The Chargers, you know, they were they were beating teams, like, on a low on a low, but not on a low, destroyed them. So, you know, he, he laid waste to some good teams in the postseason alone. Mm-hmm. Indeed, indeed. And Junie just stepped on up in. What's happening, Junie? At least I saw, I saw him there. He trying to get it together. Well, as a head coach, Bill Belichick got six Super Bowls. As a defensive coordinator, he has two. Um, a regular season record of twenty. I'm sorry, two hundred sixty-one and one twenty-three. Wow. Thirty-one eleven. Uh, in the postseason, seventy-three percent winning percentage. In the postseason, I, I mean, geez. Now, only other coach that I could say would I, I would put in front of him, and hear me out. Here's my reasoning: It's Chuck Noll, and I put Chuck. Now, Chuck Noll was the first coach to have four Super Bowl wins. Right. Okay, the reason why I say Chuck Noll because he took and built the dynasty from the ground up. Bill Belichick pretty much took over a team and built the dynasty, and he pretty much built around. Tom Brady, but they always had strong defenses. If you notice, every year since he's been the head coach, the 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 Patriots, they've been Super Bowl contenders. They're the favorite to go to Super Bowl every year. I mean, eight straight of AFC Championship games, you can't beat that. Right. So, but I I, I say Chuck No, but. I really can't say that too confidently. So, uh, I, I 
I got to give it to him. I mean, I, I'm not taking anything away from him. Most people say Lombardi because of what Lombardi did. Some people say even Paul Brown. His team went, uh, what, 10 championship games in yeah. 10 years? So, I, I mean, he got he's in some rare company. But like you say, he's in a league all of his own. Uh, let me go ahead and stop faking. Let me go ahead and give it to Bill Belichick as the greatest coach ever. I'm sorry. Yeah. Because the more I look at this, I, I can't. I can't see it any other way. I mean, numbers don't lie. But we will say this. A couple of Super Bowl runs uh, are tainted. Can we agree on that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that uh let's not forget the infamous uh fumble. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. That messed up a lot. But that whole playoff, it was a lot of weird stuff that happened in the AFC because it started with Oakland dominating New England that game. Right. And the tuck rule happens. All of a sudden, New England wins. The following week, they go to Pittsburgh. A trained and licensed doctor goes to give Jerome Bettis a quarter zone shot and hits a nerve in his knee. Jerome Bettis is out for the game. Weird. Amos Zerway starts the game, fumbles three times. Yeah. And that's why I said a lot of weird things happen there. But that's me maybe looking too far into it or whatever you want to call it, but I say taint it. Hmm. So next quick hit. And this came up in off in a conversation between us. Um, but somebody said that uh Julian Edelman was a Hall of Fame, you know, he pretty much is a Hall of Fame candidate. Now, granted, this man had an awesome game Sunday, 10 catches, 141. Great game. Super Bowl MVP, not knocking it. But is he Hall of Fame worthy, or they're just jumping the gun and calling him Hall of Fame worthy off of one game? Oh, they they, they definitely jumping the gun. That, that guy's definitely not Hall of Fame material. He Edelman, he he's he's a good receiver. I mean, I think in today's NFL, I would probably put him top ten receiver. But a Hall of Fame career? Nah, no way. Nah, you got 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 a little more to do in that resume, there, buddy. Well, and that's no hate. His resume is kind of short. Um, been a New England Patriot since two thousand nine. Mm-hmm. He has three Super Bowl titles, Super Bowl MVP Sunday. Uh, three times he's been the NFL top 100, 25, 2015, 16, and 17. Now, here's his reg- – this is not including playoffs. This is regular season stats as of week 17, 2018. 506 receptions, 5,390 yards, 30 receiving touchdowns. He has 2,000 – 565 return yards and four return touchdowns. Are those Hall of Fame numbers to you in your book? Nah. (laughs) 
Now, like I, 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 I got, uh, <laughs> I got on uh, on with BJ. This is a while back. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about uh, Michael Irvin, and you know, some people would say his numbers aren't Hall of Fame worthy. Michael Irvin is under a thousand catches. He has seven hundred fifty catches, eleven thousand nine hundred four yards, and only sixty five receiving touchdowns. Mm-hmm. But he was the first ballot Hall of Famer. And BJ brung up a awesome point. He played for the Dallas Cowboys. They were always on TV, so you always saw Michael Irvin. Always. And also, his career was ended prematurely also. But, you know, those numbers to some people aren't Hall of Fame worthy, but they made, you know, he got in the Hall of Fame with them. Mm -hmm. Now, looking at Edelman, uh, I'll say another three to four years, and Edelman will surpass uh, <laughs> Michael Irvin stat-wise. Mm-hmm. Now, if he surpasses Michael Irvin stat-wise, let's say he gets 800 catches and 12,000 yards and 69 touchdowns. Are we putting him in the Hall of Fame? Mm, yeah, yeah. We can squeeze him in there. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, I, 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 but he's been that security blanket, that bailout, you know? Yeah. Like, Brady goes to him for quick third down conversions and things like that. But it works. I mean, a slot receiver, he, he he's the same thing that Wes Welker was, Danny Amendola, Austin Colley. Um, geez, dare I say it, uh, Ricky Sanders and Gary Clark, because one of them had to play the slot because all, Monk was on the outside. One of them had to be on the outside. One had to play the slot, and all it was one season where all three of them had a thousand yards. Right. So you know, I mean, it's possible. It's possible. Not gonna take nothing away from him. Yeah. And last but not least, on. Uh, NFL quick hits, which should really be called three and out because that's what it is. We got three topics and we out of here on the NFL. Um, will the Rams have a Super Bowl hangover like Atlanta? Nah, I think the I think the Rams they they have a team like their quarterback is young. Um, their defense is still you know still pretty good. Now to lead might have maybe one more year left. Of, of uh productivity um peters peters is, is is turning out to be a hothead um and he let his emotions get the best of him um so you know once he can get back to the form that he was in when he was in KC I think he'll be top 3 cornerback again um no I, I think I think that they'll be good to go I'm not sure what's going to happen with CJ Anderson um, they should keep him if you ask me because Gurley. Yeah. Um, but you know, no, nah, I, I think the Rams they 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 built they 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 built for tough for the next few years. A lot of those guys are young. Now you got uh these are their unrestricted free agents. Mm-hmm. Uh CJ Anderson, Dominic Easley, Dante Fowler, Bruce Hager. Bryce Hager, I'm sorry. Troy Hill, Marcus Joyner, uh, 
Boyanka, Sean Manning, Roger Saffold, Sam Shields, and Dominican Sue, Ethan Westbrooks, and Ramit Wilson. Most of their restricted free agents are on defense. Do you number one? Number you, you already said CJ Anderson, he's top of the list. But it's probably because it's an alphabetical order, but he's still top of the list. Do you bring Sue back? Uh yeah, because he, he kinda he kinda came through for them in the uh playoffs. Okay. Uh geez, who else we got? But Sue had a, a big contract, so yeah. He uh his he's not gonna get the money that he was getting. But you know, if, if he's trying to win a ring, I would I I would strongly suggest that he, you know, stick with the script and stay with them. Yeah, because he hasn't been the same player he was when he was in uh Detroit. Yeah, pretty much. One year fourteen million was what he signed in um March of last year to play with the Rams this year. Mm-hmm. Whew. Uh, he only finished with 59 tackles, four and a half sacks. So, mm. hmm. well, Junie, you there, brother? I see him. know what's going on. Junie having a little technical difficulties there, but we're going to go ahead and get it straight. Hey, Delonte, let's go ahead and take a little commercial break, and we're going to come back, and we got some NBA to cover, and it's heavy, 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 man. Alright. So let's jump out of here, get a word from my sponsors, and we'll be right back. Right back like we never left. Wow. Now, we got some heavy, heavy, heavy things to get into in the NBA. Let's go ahead and start locally with uh, John Wall. Ruptured Achilles. Say he will be out uh, at least a year, and I'm taking that as a year from now. What's your thoughts on that, brother? May he, uh, I I think... (laughs) Uh, well, his contract is too complicated for the Wizards to move on from him. I mean, and of course, he is an all-star, ta- all-star talent. I just, I don't know. It's just, it's just, I don't know, man. That's it's tough though. It's tough because it, I mean, while he is an integral part of the team, it you know the NBA is a business. So at some point, they're probably like, hmm. We might have to give him the Gilbert Arenas, you know, treatment and look for our next point guard. Yeah, true indeed. Now, this year, 2018-19, he's only slated to make $19 million. Next year, it balloons from 19 to 37 right. Then in 2021, $40 million. 21-22, million. And then his player option in twenty two twenty three is forty six million. Wow. So he's guaranteed a hundred and forty one million dollars. Bananas, man. Yeah, that's a a, heavy, a hefty price to pay. 
Um, <laughs> the question is, do you go ahead and uh, take um, sheesh? Do you go ahead and just dismantle this team while he's out? Because you can't move him. Yeah, because, I mean, then you got the Otto Porter thing. And, and while they are teams that are interested in trading for him, yeah. I'm not, not sure what they're willing to give in return. Um, Yeah, I, I say you start, you know, be like, all right, let's this and, you know, this and that. Because, obviously, they're not going nowhere this season, you know. So it's, I would say, yeah, you know, like let's all right, embrace the you know the the rebuild. You know, I'm sure a lot of organizations from all sports, they 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 do not like that R word, but hey, sometimes you gotta you know suck it up and say we gotta rebuild. True indeed. Now looking at the Wizards' payroll, now looking at just this season alone. Uh, and a lot of teams are interested in Trevor Ariza. Um, not only is Trevor Ariza contract expiring at the end of this year, so is Markeith Morris, Thomas Sanaransky, Sam Decker, Jeff Green, Thomas Bryant, Jason Randall, and my man John Jenkins. So, <laughs> wow, I didn't need. Uh, when did they sh- sign John Jenkins? <laughs> I'm not sure. That was very under the radar. I, I like John Jenkins. I mean, I, I like him for because I, I used to play with him on 2K, and the, the man got, like, an amazing long-range bomb that's, oh, like, yeah. automatic. So that's why I like him because I know he can shoot. But he's on, only making 97000 I mean, I'm saying only like yeah, I, I make more than he make. Nah, I'm I'm playing, but <laughs> he's only making ninety seven. <laughs> right. He on a ten day contract. That's when. <clears throat> so ninety seven thousand. Ten day contract, but after this season, the Wizards only have Otto Porter, Bradley Beal, John Wall, Ian Mahimi, uh, Dwight Howard if he decides to cash in his uh option, Ooh. and Troy Brown. Yeah, Howard. I, I I would I would be I would trade Dwight Howard if I could, but they only have six players that's going to uh-huh. be on the roster at the end of this season, and they come up from underneath the cap. Their cap right now, well, their salary, their total payroll, plus uh the three players they're paying Martell Webster, Ron Baker, and Gary Payton money also. So after this, at right now they're sitting at 129 million. But at mm. the end of this season, it goes from 129 million down to 116 million. Mm. And but 116 million, and you only have six players. What does that say to you? Oh, yeah, that's a that's a huge uh, roster management problem. Um, and, and also says the GM is about as incompetent as they get. Speaking of which, why the hell? How the hell does uh, Brunfield still have a job? I don't know. I like to know because I want to do that in my job. Mm. This guy, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know, but I, I got, uh, I got, I got to get him to 
drop a line, but I, I got a a listener that has something to say not about this Wizards team and mm-hmm. uh, Ted Leonsis in particular because he he was a little teed off about what Leonsis said last week about you know nobody was available for trade that they were gonna pretty much stand pat. Wow. And I I was pissed about that. Yeah, like how was everybody should be expendable. Everybody. Yeah. You you play and you coach to win the game. I said it early in the season that Scott Brooks and his whole entire uh coaching staff needs to go. So after we get everything situated here I'm gonna give him a, a, a. I'm gonna drop him a line and let him know, hey, this your time to shine. Let me know how you feel about Ted Leonsis. Yeah, pretty much. Matter of fact, huh, I'm just. I, I don't. I don't understand the, the 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 thought of this organization. People are interested in Auto Porter. You could have traded Auto Porter and got Anthony Davis over the summer. Yeah. You didn't. You could have traded Auto Porter and got possibly anybody because everybody was interested in him. And that may be just what Auto needs to get out of mm-hmm. here. You trade Kelly Oubre and you get an older Trevor Ariza who everybody's interested in. You got another bargaining yeah. chip. Man, now trade deadline is Thursday at 3 p.m. And we'll be coming back to you Thursday night you know, to, you know, let you know all the happenings and everything and, and go over the trades. But this right here, I'm just <sighs> John Wall getting hurt and being gone for a year. It could help the Wizards, but it also could hinder him because now you still have to pay him. Yep. But you don't have his services. But it can help because you can see what else you got. With him being out, you can see what else you got. But you don't have anything. So it's time to have a fire sale. That's it and yeah, that's all. I agree. Totally agree, brother. Next order of business. Now, when we when I sent you guys the format today, uh as of at that moment this morning, the Lakers were in talks with the Pelicans about Anthony <laughs> Davis. I got it. I got it. Go ahead. I'll, I'll let you finish. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> now, the Pelicans said that they were going to stand pat. They weren't. They weren't going to try to trade him by Thursday. They were going to make him stay because I, we're hoping he'll change his mind. He's not going to change his mind. That's right. number one. Number two, they the Lakers pulled out of the trade because of what they were asking for. Magic Johnson has came out and said um, on different platforms that they asked for two first-round draft picks. The Lakers was like, all right, sure. Then they had a package where it was going to be Lance Stevenson, uh, Rondo, oh. and Ball, and Beasley. But then they said, no, 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 no. So he revamped the package. It was Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, uh, Kyle Kuzma, um, 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 geez, what's the boy named Josh Hart, Zubat, and who am I missing? I'm missing one of them young stars. But it basically, I think that's the five that they were going to take. And they were going to get Anthony Davis. And 
two first round picks, and they were going to get Anthony Davis back, and they were going to take Solomon Hill off of New Orleans back because Solomon Hill would give them taking Anthony Davis and Solomon Hill would give them the cap relief that they right. need. This GM, uh, Demps, I believe his name is. Um, <laughs> where did they find this guy? Like now he's asking for four first round picks. He says, no, I want four first round picks. Then it went from four first round picks to eight first round picks. Drugs, man. I, I, man, not drugs, but man, that's that's gall. That's what that is. That is gall. I'm, I'm, I'm. Maybe you can help me understand because I do not know what the hell they are Let thinking. Me say this: Anthony Davis is a top ten, maybe, maybe a top. NBA talent. You know, he's t- he's seven foot. You know, he do his thing in the post. He played defense. Um, even, you know, I say even shoot the three, you know, but the Lakers are trying to trade half their roster for this one guy. Uh, and then you try, and then you trade your, your, your young core, which I, I, I don't agree with. Because LeBron, he, LeBron's not going to be there forever. No, I, I give LeBron three years. When it comes to that fourth year, and he has to, uh, you know, either opt in or opt out. I think he'll opt out. Yeah, he's gonna retire. Not because he's running. Now, I don't know if he. I think he's gonna go back to Cleveland and play another season in Cleveland. You know, when LeBron always gets to that opt in, opt out year, he opts out. And now he may come back and sign another contract, but he opts out to see what you're gonna do, and then he'll re up. So, I mean, but I don't know who's who, – who do you blame? Do you blame Magic Johnson for not – for trying to trade the young yeah. cool? Or do you blame uh, Demps for wanting so much in return? I blame Magic. Like, how how you going to give up on your young court? Like, Ingram, okay. I mean, but – you know, In- Ingram, he's been good. He hasn't been consistent. Ball, you know, Lonzo's been Lonzo, but Kuzma, Kuz- Kuzma, he he's gonna be that dude in like two years. He's gonna be yeah. that dude. Like, haven't have he been working with Kobe? Yeah, like, you want you want to trade Kuzma? Like, bro, nah, you can't trade Kuzma. Kuz- Kuzma could be, um, the Pippen to LeBron. Possibly, and you know what? The one name that I was forgetting off that off that trade was KCP, Contavious Caldwell Pope. That was another one that I was forgetting well, off of that. Uh, KCP, his situation is unique because apparently he has a, a a stipulation in his contract where he can veto any trade that you know he doesn't see fit, and apparently um, they were vetoing the trade. Wow. But I think um, part of that is he wants to – I guess he wants to stay in L.A. Well, I, I know at one point um, they were going to try to trade him for Carmelo for Houston. But, you know, of course, we saw how that didn't that work. Um, 
nah, we wound up getting Carmelo. We just we just weighed him like last yeah, week. Yeah, I seen that. So um, I think the Lakers may be trying to make room for him as well with unloading their team because you know you you definitely got to um, definitely had a room. You definitely need to uh, sign a, a shooter. Yeah, that's. I think that's the one thing that they are lacking on this roster is shooter. yeah. shooters. Yeah, because you got guys that can drive the lane and you know play defense, but you don't have no long range uh, shooters. Mm. I mean, I had everything set up, <laughs> but the only team that can accommodate what New Orleans is asking for is Boston. Yeah, that's the only team that can accommodate that. Yeah, and the thing with that is, um, eighty uh, his peoples they didn't want to they didn't want to go to Boston mm. for some odd reason. Mm. Mm. So that's that. Yeah. So I mean, I guess that's dead. But AD can also. Uh, now he's not gonna sign an extension, but he has another year, which is nineteen twenty, following season. And then after that he has his option. So after next year, he can opt out and become a free yeah. agent. Uh the saga continues. Um uh, only other thing I can ask as far as the Lakers pertain, I keep hearing DeAndre Jordan's name come up, but why would the Lakers trade for DeAndre no, Jordan? Um, my I point. think what's going to happen is uh, I think a buyout is going to take place. The Knicks, they're going to keep uh, Smith Jr. Well, are they going to keep Dennis Smith? But they're going to mm-hmm. um, they're going to uh, do a buyout with Jordan and uh, Wesley Matthews. I don't know where Wesley. I don't know. I don't even know a market for Wesley Matthews, but uh, DeAndre Jordan, he he, he can definitely. They could definitely use his uh his physicality in, in LA. But you you already got Tyson Chandler, you got JaVel McGee. I mean you 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 got bangers. Yeah, yeah, you got bangers. I mean, that's one thing I can say about LA. LA may not look like much of a team. Oh, they're young and they can't do this, but you got I mean, you got Beasley down low, Tyson Chandler, JaVel McGee. Uh I think when Moritz Wagner really is able to play full time on the on the main roster and not the yeah. D League, he's gonna. Oh, yeah. But then on the perimeter, you got Rondo, who's one of the is a great defensive point guard. LeBron James, when he's locked down and he's focused, he's vicious on defense. I mean, they got defense. Kyle Kuzma can play a little D. I mean, they got defense. Even Rondo can play some defense. Yeah. I just I don't know. I mean I I I like the way I like the Lakers and everything, but uh, I, I don't know, man. Uh speaking of the Knicks though. Oh man. I, I wonder hey, now everybody knows this by now. Um the Knicks traded Mr. Christoph Porzingis to the Dallas Mavericks. Uh oh. I, I don't think we want to do fidelity. <laughs> But they traded Porzingis to Dallas um, for 
Dennis Smith, DeAndre Jordan, Wesley Matthews. And now DeAndre Jordan and Wesley Matthews, both of their contracts are expiring at the end of this year. Okay. Uh, the Knicks sent, along with Paul Zingas, Tim Hardaway Jr. and Courtney Lee. And a funny thing that I, I uh, <laughs> that I read after this trade was that Dirk Nowitzki played with Tim Hardaway, and now he's getting ready to play with Tim Hardaway mm-hmm. Jr. That, that that that's the circle of Ooh. life right there. But now my question to you: Who came out on the better end of this deal? Oh, the Mavericks. You sure yeah, about that? Cause I, yeah, because I think um, what's the kid? Luca, Luca. Yeah, Luca yeah, Donnie. And then when I think, you know, once Porzingis he come back, you know, it's gonna be his mindset should be fresh start. You know, I, I got good teammate. You know, um, Dirk will be gone, but because um, Dirk's retiring, am I correct? Yeah, unfortunately, Dirk's gonna get up out of here. I mean, like. If I'm not mistaken, Dirk and Vince Carter, last two players from the 90s, correct? Wow. Yes, sir. Hmm. That that, that says something. But, hey, everything got to come to an end. But now me, I don't know. I think that I I, I was thinking that the Lakers got the the better end of this. I'm sorry, the Knicks. I got the Lakers on my mind. I, I, I got I, I'm because I look. I want their trade to happen. <laughs> so I got the Lakers on my mind. I'm, 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 I'm texting Magic back and forth now. You know, saying, "Hey, you, you can work something, but don't let him fleece you, Magic. Come on now." But I'm not even a Laker fan. I'm trying to help them. <laughs> but. I, I was going to say, now that you're saying that they're going to buy out DeAndre Jordan and Wesley Matthews, the only reason why I was saying that the Knicks got the better end of the deal because Porzingis is out right now. Right. But you got Dennis Smith Jr. back. Dennis Smith Jr. is a rising star in this league. Yeah, he – I I think they um, – Dallas gave – they gave up on him, man. Dude, he's dude going to make them uh, – he's going to make them pay. Yeah, be in the market for another point guard because dude, he he got Marty and dude, dude got game and he got you know he got heart. I I I I I get down with uh Smith Jr. I picked him on fantasy basketball league as a matter of fact. And you know what? Looking at um the New York Knicks roster, I mean it's not much on this roster, but. They got Dennis Smith Jr. at a discount. He is still on his rookie yeah. contract. So he's making three million, three point eight million this year, four point four next year. And the third year is which is, you know, the third year of this what's left is five point right. six. That is not bad no. money. But now here's mm-hmm. the problem. He don't have anybody to play with. Yeah. Now if you let DeAndre Jordan go. You let Wesley Matthews go. Um, now, this is the Knicks roster as we speak. DeAndre Jordan, Wesley Matthews, Enos Cantor, Lance Thompson, uh, Mario Hezonia, mm-hmm. Emmanuel Mude, 
Uh, Dennis Smith Jr., Kevin Knox, Alonzo Trier, Noah Von Lane, mm-hmm. Luke Cornette, Mitchell Robinson, Damian Dotson, <laughs> Kadeem Ooh. Allen, Isaiah Hicks. But Kadeem Allen and Isaiah Hicks on two-way contracts. The Knicks don't have very much of nothing. I mean, as player-wise, because I – but it kind of feels like they're they're tanking. Because right now their payroll is at – and they're still playing – they're paying Ron Baker too. Right. <laughs> they're paying – the Wizards are paying Ron Baker. They're paying Ron Baker. And they're paying Joakim Noah. Right now they're sitting at $122 million. Right. But at the end of this season, going into next, that 122 goes down to 34. Hmm. So that's some shrewd business. Daggone it, it looks so good. When you see 22 go down to 34 like that, and that's how much space you got to spend, they're going after somebody. And I, I keep hearing talks about uh, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving coming to New York, and then if they tank, they get the number one pick, they pick Zion, so that'll be their big three, KD, Kyrie, Zion. Oh, oh man. But then – you still got Dennis Smith Jr. Yeah, they, they'll probably uh, they'll probably trade him because you can't have you know him and Kyrie on the same team. Mm. We seen strange things happen yeah, now. Yeah, but I'm not sure if Smith if Smith Jr. is going to be down with him. You know, down with trying to come off the bench like this kid. You know, he's been a starter like his whole life. You know, he's still young. So, you know, that, that ego, somebody can be in his ear like, oh, no, man, you know. So, it's it's going to be tricky. Yeah, that, 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 that it is going to be. Now, we're going to come on back home for a second. Talk about this hometown Wizards. Mm-hmm. I was looking at... uh just looking at the, the Wizards and, and their roster, and I said, well, if you get rid of Otto Porter, who could you go after? Who would you want to get? And so I'm just looking. And I seen, in the process of me looking, I seen a tweet from uh, what was that, D.C. Hoops District, I believe mm-hmm. it was. Or Hoops District, D.C. Oh, man. Let me let me pull that up real quick, because I, I I think it was pretty good in what it said. It says uh, Otto Porter Jun- Otto Porter Junior. is making twenty six million six hundred thirty one dollars and two. I'm sorry, six twenty six million six hundred thirty one thousand two hundred forty four dollars. Mm-hmm. Okay, and they said here's some NBA small forwards doing more for less: Harrison Barnes, uh, Gallinari, Kawhi. Tobias Harris, Luca, uh, Warren, Ingram, Bogdanovich, Tatum, Gay, Ubre, Joe Harris, and Jer- Jeremy Grant, all doing it for less and doing better. And it made me think. I mean, I had I had to start earlier because nobody ever brings up his name. Why don't the Wizards go out from underneath that dang on auto porter contract at the best mm. way you can? Get some Marcus Harris. Yeah, damn. Yeah, that's damn, damn, KG. That's a uh, damn good. Um, 
good thought right there, buddy. Hmm. Now, this is his stat line right right now as we speak. Uh, he's averaging 34.6 minutes per game. 20 points. 49% field goal shooter. 493 right. to be exact. 42.2 three-point shooter. That's his percentage. 7.9 rebounds, 2.7 assists. Mm-hmm. Okay? Now, we take right. that. And let's look at Otto Porter right now. Oh, Lord. I'm scared to hear the numbers, but go ahead. Run it off. Hey, it's sad. Otto Porter, 29 point. I'm sorry, 29 minutes per game. 12.6 points a game. 45.7 field goal percentage, 36.9 from behind the arc, 5.6 rebounds, and two points, two two assists. So my question is, if you're not getting now, granted, Tobias Harris, he's a starter for the Clippers. Yep. Okay, I don't I, I don't care that it is the Clippers. He's still a starter. He's doing. The same thing in their year part. Uh, Otto's 25 and uh, Tobias Hurst is 26. Why not give money for that contract? Call the, the, the Clippers? Because, I mean, geez, you you, you got a, a a good showing with the Clippers. You, you, you got something good yeah. with the Clippers because you traded Mike Scott to him mm-hmm. last year. You go get Tobias Harris, and you sign Tobias Harris to a, a contract extension, three years or something like that, so you can keep him here, let him develop. In in that uh, trade, hmm, who could they go after? Oh man, get you! I will say go after somebody young, but they don't know what to do with young talent here, and the Clippers don't really have too many young players that you would uh really look at. So I, I would say, you know, with with uh John Wall out, go get Tobias Hurst and get my man Sweet Lou Williams. Yeah, I, yeah I, damn. That sounds good, but I doubt if the Clippers let him go. Yeah, you know, true. Another option from the Clippers, and people are going to be like, huh? But, you know, this this dude, he'll, he, he brings – Dog to the game. That's uh Patrick Beverly. Yes, I. You know what? I was looking at him, but I said, you know what? I don't know if they would go for letting Patrick Beverly go. Yeah, they probably won't because he he he's a dog, and he's only making five million this year, expiring contract. Uh, or they could just they could get Avery Bradley. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> Go call Jamal Crawford. You know, you you could get him from the Suns. That's who they should have signed in the offseason anyway, was Jamal Crawford. Yeah. That's that's that was my whole thinking. But I'm just once I'm not even a Wizard mm-hmm. fan. Same thing, like I'm trying to help the Wizards. Like, put me in Ernie Grunfeld's chair. And if I'm in Ernie Grunfeld's chair. I got a staff that's sitting there that's coming through the NBA. I got one I got one half of my staff that's in the West, another half 
that, that works in the East, you know, just combing and saying players that we can get who's on expiring contract, who can we get that's going to fit the system. Um, I don't want nobody overseas because I, I the Wizards have wasted so many picks on overseas players that never play or never pan out. Uh, Jan Vesely, Kevin mm-hmm. Serafin, Felipe Lopez. Oh, yeah, I forgot all about Lopez. Never panned out. And those are Ernie Grunfeld picks. So I'm sitting here and I'm 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 trying to figure out who in the world they could get. Why not trade for Tobias Harris, Lou Williams, or Patrick Beverly or Avery Bradley? These are I mean, geez, we doing this for fun and it could yeah. work out. Get some new blood in here. You shouldn't have never let uh when you had Shane, when you had Sean Livingston. You should never let Sean Livingston walk out of here because Sean Livingston showed that he was valuable here. They gave up um, on him. They gave up on that kid too quick. And you see, you see what he's doing now. Exactly. Now, when you had Andre Miller here, when Andre Miller decided to retire, he should have been given a, a seat right on the bench because Andre mm-hmm. Miller is a was a vet in his league. And he's a very smart right. player. He should have been some. He should have been coaching those those guys. But what do I know? I'm just a sideline hey, junkie. Right? Yeah. Both of us, brother. Both of us. <laughs> now, I got a couple of questions for you, my friend. We got All Star Weekend two weeks from mm-hmm. Monday. Now, I looked at the All Star rosters. And I was severely, I'm not going to say severely disappointed, but I was shocked. Now, All-Star Weekend is on the East Coast down in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, um, it's going to, you know, the rosters are who's who. You know, it, 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 it's, you know, the starters are always the popularity contest. Right. But now it's gotten to the point that even the reserves are a popularity mm-hmm. contest. And I, I was looking looking over at, at the, you know, just the roster to play it because we don't know who going to play for who, things like that. But I was looking at the players that they selected to go to the All-Star game. I agreed with uh, Dwayne Wade and – Additions. Right. But I, I seen something that you put po- you pointed out. Why didn't they do that for Vince? But then I thought about it. Vince ain't gonna retire in no time. So Vince probably got another ten years. I thought him. Vince Vince already publicly stated that this was his last season. Mm, really? Yeah, I mean I I could be wrong, but I, I could have sworn I saw something that says that he was going to retire at the end of the season. Hey, that's news to me because I, I I swear I didn't think he was gonna retire. Yeah. Because I mean he he I mean he hasn't been playing at a high level for quite some time, but he's still getting in. He's getting his minutes. But I I mean if this is his last year, why is he not, you know, getting that same love? Right. 
Is it because he lacks a championship? Is it because mm-hmm. Mm. That, that that right there? Okay. Here's a here's our here is your 2019 All Stars: LeBron James, the Greek Freak Giannis, Steph Curry, James Harden, Kevin Durant, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard. Kimball Walker, uh, Kyrie Irving, Joel Embiid. Those are your starters. Guaranteed. Coming off the bench, you got Kyle Lowry and Jesus, I should have wrote all this down because my page ain't loading. (laughs) (laughs) I hate it here. (laughs) Russell Westbrook, Victor Oladipo, who's hurt? Uh, They say he's he's being replaced by D'Angelo Russell. That's one. <laughs> Damian Miller, Chris Middleton, Clay Thompson, Bradley Beal, AD, DeBrow, Anthony Davis, Ben Simmons, Lamarcus Aldridge. Uh, that's not all. Come on. I hate the Wi-Fi here, boy. <laughs> oh, wow. Gotta do gotta do better. Got to do better. Blake Griffin. Uh Nikolai Nik- Nikolai Jokic. He's an absolute monster. Uh, Nikolai Vujacic. K.A.T. Carl Anthony Towns. Of course, Dirk and uh, D-Wade. Now, out of everybody that I named, uh, you you chuckled there with D'Angelo Russell. Yeah, but then again, let me take that chuckle back because I haven't haven't followed the Nets. (laughs) As closely as closely as I have other teams this season, you know, we're still trying to like shrug off football season. So you know, I haven't really had a chance to sit down to check out the Nets play. So I, you know, my apologies to all the Nets fans out there. Now, I I didn't I, I chuckled at Chris Middleton. That's who I chuckled at. When I first looked at it, I chuckled at Chris Middleton. And I'm like, why is Chris Middleton in this here game? I mean, I'm I'm not saying he's a bad player. I'm not saying he's a bum. But uh, why are you here? (laughs) Now, I, I was looking over official NBA stats and talking to the professor, Mr. Lucky, and he brought up Luca. And I looked up Luca's stats. Luca's averaging 20.7 points a game, shooting 43% from the field, 35 from behind the three-point arc, seven rebounds, 5.4 assists. Why is he not an all-star? Then I looked at, I, I pulled up a few more. I said, why is Donovan Mitchell not in here? And, you know, he's starting to come on, but once again, Professor Lucky was right. He was like, yeah, he's not doing very good. He didn't start off very good. Okay, no problem. Then I looked at Devin Booker. Devin Booker's averaging 25 oh, points man. a game, 46% per- percent from the field, 32% from behind the line, 3.7 in rebounds, 6.8 in assists. And he's top 15 in efficiency rating. If you don't know what efficiency rating is, please look it up. It's a very important stat. He's top fifteen. Why is he not yeah, in this game? He 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 uh 
he does his thing. Now, D'Angelo Russell, he's averaging 19 points, 43 from the field, 37 from behind the arc, uh, 3.7 rebounds, 6.4 assists. To me, maybe I'm from an era where when you started picking all-star teams, I'm used to my all-star team being loaded with future Hall of Famers. I'm used to seeing Carl Malone and uh, uh, John Stockton. I'm used to seeing Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen, Charles Barkley, David Robinson, Tim Duncan. This is what I'm used to seeing. They're coming off the bench. I'm used to seeing the young guys that are up and coming who are going to be Hall of Famers. Right. You know from the way that they play, I'm used to or, – or, or borderline Hall of Famers, I should say, because I remember uh, Penny Hardaway being a starter. I remember Kobe Bryant when he was um, – he was a reserve and then became a starter. He's a Hall of mm-hmm. Fame. I mean, geez. It's a popularity contest now all the way around the board. And I thought that the coaches voted for the reserves. But I'm, I'm not taking anything away from Chris Middleton. But just looking at it, I'm like, I can't. See me putting you in as an all star. If I'm wrong, hey, I'm wrong. I I have no problem admitting that I'm wrong, but (laughs) I just don't see it. And Chris Middleton, his his stats are on par, I believe, with D'Angelo Russell, if I'm not mistaken. Here we go. In 31 minutes of action per night. 17 points, 44 from the field, 38 from behind the line, 5.8 rebounds, uh, 4.2 assists. Those are not all-star numbers to me. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But those are not. I, I, those are not all-star numbers. You got any rebuttal for that, brother? Uh, none at all. Um, I i tell you somebody who I was disappointed that they didn't make the all-star uh, roster, and that's um, Rudy, the uh, the kid from the uh, from the Jazz. Go, man. Yeah, I, I wasn't – I that was – not sure what's going on with that, but um, I wasn't feeling that. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people gave him grief because he, he shed tears over it, but his mom's called him and was – actually crying. Yeah. I mean, that's going to do something to you. Your mom called you crying because you didn't make it. It's going to hurt. Yeah, you don't want to see your mom. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, this. Some people, man, they, they have low compassion, you know. Yeah. I, me personally, but I don't, the, I mean, I don't the, see anything wrong, you know, with him being emotional because he's amazing. Because he was he one of the best defensive dudes, top five defensive dudes in the league. Yeah, but, you know, defense is not revered like it used to be. And I, I, I'm going to sound like an old man here, but it's not revered like it was back in our right. day. So, now, as far as All-Star Weekend goes, we got, jeez, uh, the dunk contest, three-point, uh, rising stars, skills competition, which I'm I'm excited to see the skills competition. Um, the rising stars challenge. 
which is on next Friday, the 15th. Uh, for Team USA, you got Jared Allen, Marvin Bagley, Lonzo Ball, John Collins, De'Arian Fox, Jaron J- uh, Jackson Jr., Kyle Kuzma, Donovan Mitchell, Jason Tatum, and Trey Young. For uh, Team World, OG Anobi. I hope I said that right. I never get yeah, these guys' I, names right. I'd like right the guy either. from Toronto. <laughs> I'd like the guy from Toronto. Um, DeAndre right. Ayton, Bogdanovich, Luca, uh, what's his name? Shy, Yogius Alexander, uh, Karukas. I don't know. I don't watch very many many Nets games, but uh, my man Lori from Chicago. Shout out, Josh Okaji, CD Osman, and Ben Simmons. And honorary coach for Team USA is Kyle Kyrie Irving, and Dirk is the world team's uh, honorary coach. I got no problem with that because those the Rising Stars game it never disappoints. Last year was off the chain. It never those young dudes be getting it, man. What's the kids? They really from Boston. Um. Brown and uh and, and and Tatum, they were killing. Yeah, yeah. And look what they did in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Boston. Get up Boston, uh, man. Speaking of which, let me let me jump back to trades real quick. Do you know Boston has four first round picks? They're protected, but they got a chance to have four first round picks this year. If they don't get four this year, next year they'll get yeah. four. Danny like Ainge, Danny Ainge, Danny Ainge, you know why he's a genius like mm-hmm. that, right? Red Auerbach. That's a, it's a, it's got to be the spirit of Red and him talking to Red when he was in Boston. Yeah, because remember, Boston, Red Auerbach, the same dude. Red Auerbach, the same dude that won a championship in 80, 86. Two months later, they got the number two pick in a dang on draft pick land bias. How do you win a championship, come back the next season with the number two pick? And you scheme for three years. You traded away uh, uh Gerald Henderson to um 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 yeah. Seattle and got the number two pick two years down the line, three years down the line. Jeez man. Smart. That's all I can say is smart. Mm-hmm. Now that was uh Friday night. Saturday night uh we got the dunk contest. Mm-hmm. All Star Saturday Night, which I'm, I hope they do it first, because uh, the dunk contest has been less than great in the past few years. Nah, the one in uh, 2016 with uh, what's the two light skinned kids? Um, uh, uh, Zach Levine and Aaron yeah, Gordon. They, oh, they killed it. Yeah, now that was good, but it's it, it hasn't lived up to that hype the last nah, two years. Right. Now this year you got Dennis Smith Jr., Miles Bridges. Amadou Diallo and John Collins. That's it. Yeah, it's still kind of small. Yeah, because if I'm not mistaken, what they had nine, ten, three rounds, yeah. and then then you had a championship round, but they only got four this year. Um, my money's on Dennis Smith Jr. Probably. Yeah, I gotta I gotta go with uh, Smith Jr. as well. Uh, for three-point contest. Now, this is going to be good. You got Seth Curry versus Steph Curry versus Dirk versus Buddy Hill 
Damian Lillard, Chris Middleton, Kemba Walker, Danny Green, Devin Booker, and Joe Hurts. Now, outside of the, the Rising Stars Challenge, I'm, I'm eager to see this three-point contest because if Dirk takes it, Oh, man. Uh, we're going to have to talk to – somebody didn't pay the guys in the truck. So, we're going to have to talk to Don, BJ, somebody. Which one of y'all is supposed to write the check this month? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> where, where, where did I lose you at? Uh, I think we were talking about this, uh, Danny Age, the Celtics, something. Okay. I, I was ranting about Danny Age and, and, and the Celtics and Red back and all that. So, um. All right, we talked about slam dunk contest, three-point contest. Um, oh, you know, you got a nice little three-point contest field. Um, Steph, Seth, Dirt, Buddy, Damian, Chris Middleton, Kimball Walker, Danny Green, Devin Booker, Joe Harris. I'm looking for Dirk to win this one. Shout out to Buddy. Um, he might be my sleeper pick, but I got to play. I got to go safe. And I got to go with the hometown kid, uh, the Curry kid, um, Seth, to win it. Mm. Before uh, before the All-Star Weekend get here, we got to take votes on that. We're going to take take votes. I'm going to take a little action on that. All right. Um, then you got the skills challenge. Uh, you got Luca, Trey Young, Darian Fox, Mike Conley, Nikolai Jokic, um, Jason Tatum, Kyle Kuzma, and Nikolai Vujicic. I'm going with uh I'm going with Young Cal, aka the next Pippin. Hmm. I'm 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 a I think I'm a a, a huge fan of of uh Cal. I think that that dude he 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 got it. You know what I'm saying? As far as to like go to the next level, that potential. Right. I can agree with you on that. You know that that, that kid is game ready. But I'm gonna go with Luca. I'm, 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 I'm gonna go with Luca on this, and I, th- I I think that's where the smart money lies. So, uh, I mean, you got anything else to add? I mean, we'd have been around the globe and even down the block a little bit. No, I think we I think we covered you know everything there, brother. You know, ah, uh, that's good, good, good. Um. Well, I'm going to say it now, Thursday night before 12 a.m., of course. The Sideline Junkies will be back wrapping up the trade deadline moves if anything happens. Um, always check us out on Twitter, Sideline Junkies, because we're, we're tweeting and retweeting everything that we, we, we got coming across the wire. Uh, check us out on Instagram, Sideline Junkies. Always you can email us, sidelinejunkies247 at gmail.com. So, thank you for letting us come into your home, your, your your business, your car ride home, wherever you listen to the Sideline Junkies at, we thank you. I say thank you to you, Delonte, for sitting in, in here and listening to me babble. Nah, man, I thank you for listening to me babble. I had to Couple of things I had to get off my chest tonight. <laughs> I, I I think we 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 covered it, and hopefully, uh, Ernie Grunfeld was listening because we just gave you the out, and we just gave you a blueprint on what to do right now. So, 
if you need any more advice, Ernie, you can always call us. We 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 we'll, we'll, we'll pick up the phone. Don't worry about it. And to uh, New Orleans, y'all just stupid. <laughs> yeah. Y'all y'all are holding on to somebody don't want to stay. Y'all just stupid. And I said it. Yes. If you feel bad about it, at me, Mister Hard to Handle eighty one on Twitter. I'm not ashamed. Yeah. Or, or uh, be a guest on the show. Okay. Yeah. Explain your side why you're trying to be outrageous, asking for four first round picks for a player that don't that you know nobody's going to come up and give you four first round picks. Come on now. I'm about to get worked up again. Let me go ahead and chill. It's getting late. Yeah. So with that being said, I guess that's all our time for the next time. Yes, sir. Sideline junkies, and we out of here. Oh, peace. This has been another Sideline Junkies production, sponsored by Anchor FM. For any questions, comments, or even if you have a show idea, you can always email the fellas, sidelinejunkies247 at gmail.com. Junkies out.